Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Formula One podcast straight to the apex. Well, what do we got for you? Races? Maybe. Race reviews? Maybe. Race previews? Maybe. Race news? Possibly. It could all be here. It might all be here. The only way to find out is by listening and or watching. While you're pondering these things, these options, maybe click a little button. Maybe a like button. Click that like button. Share the podcast around. Leave a review if you think it's a good podcast. Get the podcast out there. Personally, I think it's a great podcast. I listen to it every week. I love it. I hope you love it. And if you do, let other people know. Anyway, enough from me. Let's hear from these guys. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. Then I'll add him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Straight to the Apex podcast, episode 15, series two. Uh, I'm driving this week. I'm the chief mechanic. With me on my left is my number one pit crew member, Mr. Jim Stainforth. Hello. And you'll notice that someone's missing um, <laughs> because he's late again, which is a shock. Here he comes. Let's see how long it takes him to realise that we are already recording. Um, here he is, the guy that was in charge of Red Bull's catering last year. They had to wait so long, they had a takeaway, hence why they went over budget. It's Mr Tony Rawson. Hi, how are you doing? You're recording? No. Yeah, we, we, we've gone through the race, we've gone through quality. Yeah. We're just supposed to do predictions and then that's pretty much it. Well, yeah, because you suggested the start time, mate, so we're done. So, see you all next week, guys. Um, summer break, enjoy. You are. I'm sorry the language is going to turn blue. You are an absolute <laughs> bell end. Why? Why? Because what time is it now? Ten past. And at two minutes to eight, the time you suggested, you went, well, I'm just finishing my tea. Yeah, just finishing. Right? That was two minutes to eight. It's now ten past. Yeah, but, well, I didn't receive a code or anything after eight o'clock. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a snippet into mine, James's, but more importantly, Beth's life. And he's still eating. He's still eating. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I have my child. He just got out of the bath. I didn't even read him a book. I know it was like two minutes to wait, and I just went, right, kiss and cuddle, got to go. Mate. Bye-bye. Commitment. Wow. Commitment to the podcast. Wow. You, Commitment you know. <laughs> so, obviously, he's now got tea all around his beard, so he looks a fool, so we'll go <laughs> <laughs> Sneakily done there, mate. Nice. Like like that. Oh. So busy weekend. 
Spa, Belgium, lots of rain, lots of waiting around. But unfortunately, the same result. Um, yeah. Before we get Very started, much. anyone got any news? Um, <laughs> a bit, I just dropped my pen. Female driver in F3 scored points. Found that You're amazing. Adam? You're going to try and pronounce the name? Absolutely not. You will, Dan. Absolutely you've not. Said, you've, said, you've got to give her a name now. Yeah, you, you started now. Yeah. Um, let me find her. You found her. pronounce her name. James, have you got any news while he finds this female's name? Uh, Max is a dick on the radio. Max's comments has upset a lot of fans. Um, one of the main things I've got, I, I've got a similar, similar issue to Tony now because I struggle to pronounce this guy's name as well. Uh, Otmar Zafnauer. Nearly, nearly, nearly. That's a good effort. Otmar Zafnauer. Sa- yeah, oh, that guy. Uh, and Alan Main have both left Alpine with immediate effects under mutual well, mutual consent. Mm. Although some of the comments I've read from Otmar since, I don't think it's very mutual. No, he's, he's gone after Alonso, hasn't he? Which is, I mean, Alonso's not there. He's, he's kind of gone after Alonso. And um, Pat Fry has also left to go to Williams, like, immediately. It was, they were walking out as the Grand Prix weekend was going on. He's made a he made a really weird analogy as well. So he's, he's, he's saying basically he had a disagreement with the, the board staff. Is is the be all and end of all of it? Yeah. Um, they're, they're expecting results straight away. He's trying to explain that you know these things kind of take time. You know, I've only been doing the job for eighteen months, and one of the things he said to I think it was a German broadcaster was um, that. You know, it, it signed quite a lot of big names from other from other teams and stuff like that. But because they're in contracts, they can't come over to like 2024, 2025. And he said, these kind of things take time. You can't rush them. And then he actually turned around and went, um, you can't get nine women pregnant and then hope to have a baby in the first month. Wow. <laughs> sure. Someone's bitter. Yeah. Someone's very bitter. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing mutual there. No. Very strange. Oh, you know that name, Tony? Founder. Go on, then. Sophia Flourish. 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 Nice. Flourish. Good effort. Good effort. Probably wrong. Probably. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to pronounce it. Um, First female in F to get F F3 points. Well, nice. Yeah. Nice. Finishing seventh. Yeah. Great effort. Interesting. Interesting. Um, now, I would ask, like to ask us all to stand because I've got some very sad news. However, don't stand if your crotch will be on show on the camera because I don't know if you guys have seen, there's some really sad news that's brought tonight. Really sad. So I'm just going to take a moment, obviously. I, I don't like this. I am definitely not standing up and putting my crotch on display. Yeah. Everybody, right. well, you got you got enough of that, Mark. When I got married, that that is true. We've we've all seen oh, yeah. the package. <laughs> we've all. And seen I'm wearing very, very thin trousers tonight. Yeah. 
<laughs> Honestly, I don't want to put any more people off their breakfast, lunch, or tea. I'm um, so a bit, a bit, a bit of um, it's it's really sad news. It's, I mean, you're building this up. I hope it's, it's good. It's it's sad. It's not a joking matter, Tony. Well, I mean, part of me is hoping. I'm it hoping he's going to see somebody dead, but I mean, they might not be dead. But what's that, Jim? There's part of me thinking I might want to say I'm not doing this anymore because you've got like a letter and a speech and everything here. But then there's well, part of me thinking, nah. This is heartbreaking for me. This and you two guys, I can't believe you don't know. And you're gonna well, I'm gonna break the news to you now. I might tear up. Nicholas Latifi is the announced <laughs> he will no longer race in motorsport, choosing to study for a business degree instead. Wow. <laughs> There you go, folks. Everybody's dreams just got destroyed. Don't, don't, don't do F1. Do a business degree. What a bombshell. I mean, what a bombshell. What an absolute loss to the motorsport community. Or, or potentially future economics for the world. Or, or, or barrier manufacturers. <laughs> um. Did you really think I was leaving the podcast? I mean, I had no idea. You was going like it seems serious. It looks like you've got a speech. It was serious, James. It was <laughs> James. This James Mark. It, it this is this is the only thing that Mark has. His wife and the podcast and us. That's it. That's all he's got. That's all I've got. Yeah, and even right, in Mark's defense, all I've got. Yeah. And to be fair, James makes it bearable. You make me question my decisions, Tony, every single week. So, well, I mean, I'm tearing up now. A heartfelt message has come from this, but then the knife's yeah. been stabbed straight oh, in. So, uh, there's multiple knives coming your way. Just a ro- roller coaster of emotions right now. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm upset. I'm annoyed. I'm I'm on edge tonight because Nicholas Latifi is no longer going to be in a race car and. I mean, I'd like to know what business degree he's doing and what he's planning on going in. Uh, well, he's quite, he's quite well off, supposedly. So I think he'll be all right. Or getting paid off of all the insurance claims. Do you reckon that when he, um, if he gets a company car and they say to him, have you had any accidents in the last five years, Nicholas? Do you think he'll have to declare a <laughs> They just don't let him commute. It's all right, mate. You can work from home. So, sorry, I've had no accidents. Hmm. Would you like to see this footage, sir? Oh, you got a dash cam? No, it's called Sky Sports. He was on it every yeah. <laughs> It's on YouTube. Um, so after that sad news, uh, have we got anything else? Um, oh, Red Bull broke another trophy. Yeah. Uh, Matt really did sound like a, a almost like a petulant child the way he went oh no we broke another one we uh, broke another one you're like oh mate shut up I oh, um, I want to get to, I want to really I want to whiz through quali sprint and then have a bit of a talk about Mr. Matt yeah I, know, I knew this was coming you know because Arthur, who wants to try and announce the his engineer's name? Alpha GP. 
What was that? What's GP. 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 That, that's what he said. That's his, that is his name. But what's his actual name? What does GP stand for? I'll butcher it, guys. Don't worry. Go on. Butcher it. Butcher it. <laughs> speak on. Speak on. Max Verstappen. Net worth. Girlfriend. Giorgiano. Engineer. <laughs> what, what, what did you? What's what's James's effort before Tony's? Go on. Uh, I'm, I'm just taking the piss. Uh, I went with Giorgiano Pistachio. Like it. And I'll go Giorgiano Lambiasi. Nice. Yeah, Jean Pierre. Yeah, Jean Pierre Lambias. When he talks, I didn't expect that to be his name. Yeah, no. that's true. He, he sounds British. I, like he's also very um, abrupt, and I quite like it. I, I, I think. Uh, I, I think something's been going on in the last week because that the, they're all. Even Horner got on the radio at one point and pretty much said to Max, "Cool the fuck down." Yeah. Well, Max has said that, look, it's like a brother relationship. The bicker, they argue. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, almost a bit of needle there. So you don't know, you don't know what's going on, if anything is, if that's just the way Max is, because he's quite rude when he comes on, on the radio. A bit like Lewis sometimes, Lewis and his engineer, you know, you think to yourself, fucking hell, Lewis, like, come on. And then you have uh, the Ferrari drivers just screaming, like, do you actually, you guys know what you're doing in there? Like, help, help. Sometimes they are just screwed, they just drive around going, ah, ah. But no, it, you know what, in Max's defence as well, I think what doesn't help him at times is his accent, because some, sometimes that alone just makes it sound abrupt. Yeah, it does, it does, to be fair. Um, I mean, he's still not being a dick. Well, I mean, well, it's hard. It's hard to get an accent when every other word is fuck on bleeps out. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I thought his accent was beep. <laughs> um, so, race qualifying. Friday, again, not a lot, a lot of people are at work, so it's a bit of a, an awkward time. It was delayed 10 minutes because of the rain. Uh, we had a quite a bit of waiting. Um, yeah, it was quite eventful, really. What did you guys think? Or didn't you watch it? I guess you didn't watch it live because you two have jobs on a Friday. Yeah, I managed to see most of it. Um, as, in, as in live, sorry. Um, not much really in Q1. Q2 was obviously... I, I thought that was more interesting because... That, that was when Max really spat his dummy out. Yeah. Max just didn't seem to perform that well at all through most of the weekend barring the race. He didn't come out in one of the practice sessions. But yeah, just, just his comments at the end of Q2. He's going, oh, fuck, we, you know, we should have done two fast laps, blah, blah, blah. And, and GP's like, right, but you've finished you've, you've got through he goes I don't give a fuck you know like P10 stop fucking good enough and he's like 
all right, well, I'll tell you what, you tell me what you want to do and we'll, we'll do it. You know, you pick the tires, you pick the plan, you, you pick the laps. It, yeah. It was close to getting knocked out though. I can kind of see his, I bet he was sweating in the car because like you say, it was that, obviously started on inters and then it started to dry out. I mean, spa dries really quickly. The people banged softs on and it was getting quicker and quicker and quicker. Normally Red Bull get that lap out the way, don't they? And like I say, he was, he, you just saw him dropping and you thought, hey, up, he's going here. Like, shit. But, and then he, but then he got through. So, but like you say, the comments were a bit, yeah. I can sense his frustration, but you threw me. Like, you threw. Don't worry about it. But yeah, he was, he was like, I don't give a fuck about 10, blah, blah, blah. Well, you only need to be in the top 10. So, calm, calm down. Yeah, performance in, in Q3, really. Yeah, I mean, up, let's be honest, he could start in the pit lane 20 seconds after everyone had set off in that. Oh, yeah. exactly. He might as well spend the rest of this season just driving a Tony Tykes fucking yellow and red plastic car and it's yeah. still fucking... Because I really want to get to that in the race because I'm not having you, well, we all know on this podcast, but I'm not having people say... Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez cars are exactly the same because they're not. They are not. No. Fuck in hell. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, yeah, we'll get to that in the race. But yeah, so um, Ocon damaged his front wing, hitting the barrier at turn nine. Um, delayed to Q three to clear up the gravel from Magnussen going off the track at the end of Q two. Sergeant crashed. Maybe he's the new Latifi uh, in practice. So he was laid out in quali. I quite like these quali sessions that are wet and then drying because it does normally mix it up. But looking at the grid and the result and the um, Q1 and Q2 knockout, didn't really mix it up a lot, did it? No, there was no big names that went this time, really. Uh, it's, it's seen races. Oh, it's not races. It's seen qualities like that, which which then makes you think maybe Bernie was right about maybe you know wanting to bring out yeah. sprinklers and stuff. I know, I know. Because I mean, the, the the whole fucking format the other week was like, oh, you've all got the same tyres. Nah, mate, that's bullshit. That's just absolute bullshit. But the whole kind of right, the, the track is going to evolve throughout, and it's going to go from one side of the spectrum to the other. You guys are just gonna do what you can do best, which is yeah. stuff like when do I go on to softs or do I stay on to win, stay on the inters? You know, actual, actual tactics, actual you know thought process into it, and you know what what's going to give us the best outcome. Because basically everything is done for the drivers. Them, they, them engineers are like babysitters. I kind of feel like they're like Beth in everyday life, looking after Tony. Like, they do everything. When there's a drying track, the only people that can make that decision is the drivers. So, like you say, maybe Benny was right. Chuck it back at them. Like, they've got to be, you know, apparently they're the best drivers in the world. Be the best drivers in the world. Right, tab for soft. Shit, I got it wrong. Right, inters. Get inters on. So, yeah, I, I kind of think there is a bit of um, traction to Benny's sprinkler idea. Like that, I like, like that a lot. Like it. Um, 
So yeah, so Q1 knockout Albon, Jure, uh, Sergeant, Ricardo, Hulkenberg. Q2 knockout was Sonoda, Gasly, Magnussen, Bottas, Ocon. Max obviously was Pearl by eight tenths of a second, which that's a big gap. Um, Leclerc second, Perez third, Lewis was fourth, Sainz fifth, Piastri sixth, Norris seventh, Russell eighth, Alonso ninth, Stroll tenth. Um, yeah, Any, anything else from that first race, the race qualifying on Friday? Oh, really? I, I just don't agree with this method. I think it's crap, but... You still think it's crap? There's just too much going on. I just I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like uh, it. It's, I think it's made for if you're there. If you're there, now that I've actually been, I've been to a race weekend, fucking hell, imagine, I can imagine what... It'd be insane. Insane. Qualifying on the Friday, then you've got like a mini qualifying and then a, a mini race, and then Sunday, fucking hell, it just gets better and better. But watching from afar, I can't keep up. I can't, I honestly can't keep up. I was trying to, Saturday afternoon, I was trying to watch quality, and but then there's already something else, another quality that's happened, and then it's the other race, but then that was delayed. So it's like, it's nearly. Two or three hours, it's like, who's got uh, I, two or three hours to do this? I, I kind of agree with, with, with Tony as well. I, I, I like the idea of the sprint race, but just just have one quality. It's two. Like, like we did before, have you qualified decide the, the, the outcome for the sprint race, the, the grid position for the sprint race, and then however people finish in the sprint race is then the race. As well, still have the eight points and stuff like that, but wherever you finish there, that's where you're going to be on on race day. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's too much. I mean, fucking hell, on Saturday, I'm, I'm going to sound selfish, you know, woe is me, you know, first world problems and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, right, I've got to get Johnson injured, then I've got to get home. Exactly. To watch the, the sprint shootout, because that's at half ten. Then I'm going to go shopping. Shit, now I can't because spin shots have been delayed. And all they're saying is it's delayed. They're not yeah. saying how long. And then it's like, I've got to watch quality. I can't. What, it's, just, it's it's a lot. It it really is. I would... The old, go on. Sorry. Go on, James. Finish. Sorry. No, go no, on, James. Just a little bit. Uh, all I was going to say is I would, be, I would be very interested to see viewing figures because for exactly mm. what you've just said, like... It's you've basically got to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday free all weekend. And let's be honest, nobody has got like I was going out Saturday night and for a meal and I couldn't delay the table. And it was just like you say, it was getting delayed, it was delayed. I then had to put my Sky Recorder box and record like everything after it because sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't record properly. I would be very yeah. interested to see on Sprint Weekend what the viewing figures are because I bet the then- people. You've also got social media. You can't if yeah. we're fans of F one, we follow every other page, don't we? Like if you record it and you could just pop on Facebook or Instagram or anything, Twitter, boom, straight away it's like Max Verstappen's done this, Perez has done that. It's like fucking hell, like you can't get like just can the we just chill? The amount of times I've got like halfway through quality or halfway through the race, forgot I'm watching it recorded. 
I'm thinking, oh, let's have a quick look on Facebook, see what's going on. And then the first thing I see is Max is on post. I go, oh, fuck. I know. <laughs> I know. And as well, like, you want to watch all the, sometimes you want to watch something before it. Something you like a segment before it, like, and then you want to watch something after it, like the the debrief. Oh, you want to watch like uh, another segment, like Ted's Notebook or something like that, or something on you. You just can't. That's just too much. Yeah. People, yeah, practice. It's not really good for viewing. When you're there, it's nice to see the cars. It builds up the uh, the intensity. They need, but the cars need data. The teams need data, like. It's. I just feel it's too much. It's just too much, all at once. I, I don't like it. It's not growing on me. No, no. I like the fact that they don't get as much data because again, it adds a bit of jeopardy in the weekend. Like James has said, forget the tire talk, lose Q three, uh, practice free because practice all the all the junior formula don't need free practices, so you don't need mm-hmm. bad practice, but. What was your, what was your other point, James? Sorry, before I cut you off. Um, because well, we've all made it quite clear that this this episode is going to be heavy on Max because well, he's a dick. But I I also want to just make people you know make, make, pay, pay, pay justice to some other drivers out there. Piastri this weekend, fucking brilliant. I mean, coming second after quality and there was only what one one hundredth of a second or something between him and Max he's been on Max's tail most of this weekend uh, yeah there was like an 11,000 of a second in the sprint oh, shoot um, yeah but I want to talk about Piastri as well because again the race we'll talk about it I felt sorry for him and I think Carlos Sainz's comments were very uncalled for regarding Piastri, very uncalled for, because just, you know, throwing out there, well, he's a rookie, he needs to learn. You left him a gap. You left him a gap. But we'll talk about that in the race. We're uh, we're getting ahead. So, normal race quality, done. Okay. Yep. 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 Right. Sprint shootout. So, this was Saturday morning. Um, Again, it was worse conditions than Friday, so we had a 35-minute delay. Um, so again, like you say, waiting around. Q1, SQ1, sorry. Sonoda, Bottas, Magnussen, Jeu, Hulkenberg got knocked out. SQ2, Ricardo, Albon, Sergeant, Stroll, Alonso got knocked out. Um, Max crossed the line with four seconds left for his SQ3 lap. And to be fair, like I say, he nailed it, but I felt so sorry for Piastri because, like I say, it was that close to getting Pearl. That close to getting Pearl. And it had made a different Sunday for him, different afternoon for him. And Max spoiled it again. But hats off to Max. <laughs> but, would I, it? You know, he spoiled would it. it no, I'm not really. He'd have probably been ahead for about a lap. Um. That's off to Max again. We, I know we all hate on him. He's fucking good. I, I'm going to... He's good. He's good. I don't... Like I say, I don't want to like him, but the the kid backs it up. The kid's got talent. The kid is... What can you say about him? He's just... He's class. He's class. Mm-hmm. 
So SQ2 was close to slick conditions. Stroll was the first one to go to softs. I mean, if you want anyone to go to soft tyres from Inters, it's not Lance Stroll. <laughs> it's not. It's not. You want a better driver than Lance fucking Stroll. And what happened? Ten nan. He's push lap. He brought out the red flags and unable to. It's Latifi. Um, yeah, I, I think we. I think the, he's the new Latifi, Lance Stroll. Um, yeah, SQ three was pretty was completely dry. So, any notes from the uh, the sprint quality before I give the final ten order? Not really, no. Oh, not really. It's 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 too short, really. For you don't get much happening in it, really. You don't. I mean. What is it? A couple of minutes shorter each session? Don't really make a lot of difference, does it? We've already had quality. Sorry. Sorry to the viewers. What? Wait, sorry. We've already had quality on the Friday. So why are we doing it again? Yes. I will play the Debbie Downer on this spring weekend. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. It'd be, I mean, the weather was atrocious. We suggested on a previous pod that maybe they have like a one lap, like you know, just one lap, go for it, see where they finish. This would have been all right, the mixable conditions, some people have had a better track than others, but yeah, it mixed the grid up, wasn't it? It's getting to that point now where supposedly the cars are all more even, evenly paced, supposedly. So what would it matter where they finish in their they could then race each other like I, I tell you what is what is happening. So there was something this week about the Alpine engine is is it about forty or fifty horsepower down to like the Red Bull, the Mercedes? Yeah. I think and, yeah, go on. I know where you're going here. There's currently an engine freeze which I knew about, but I didn't realise they cannot upgrade that engine at all. So Alpine are always going to be 40, 50 horsepower down. Merck are down on the Honda engine now. They can't catch up, but they are bringing a rule in. It was too late for this season. Like before, they had tokens for the engine. Where did all that go? It's gone. It's just gone, isn't it? It's just... And you, you can see examples on, on YouTube, wherever, about about exactly what you're saying. If your engine is not as powerful as the next person, you're going to be slower. Facts. Like, facts. Yeah. Like, you're not going to win. Like, you're not going to win. So, <laughs> I, I've got a one litre saxo. Tony's got a 1.4 litre saxo. James has got a 1.6. We can do everything to that car apart from change the engine. I will never catch up to you two. You will never catch no. up to James. So because as soon as you point? put you put your foot down, yeah, I'm gone. James is gone. Yep, yeah. and I'm like in my one liter going help. Like, <laughs> there's no point, is there? Like, I, I hope this whole like thing was meant to level playing field. It was meant to, and they put an engine freeze on it. Don't get it. Don't get it. Don't yeah. get it. And then it's getting silly. This Max Verstappen, it's getting in his car. It's getting silly. Oh, come on. It, it Everybody. Was. And even if you're a fan of him, come on. Come on. 
It's getting ridiculous now. Like I say, the second half of this podcast is going to be very interesting because Max Verstappen had two SpaceX rocket boosters on the back of his fucking car and Perez had like an anchor because the difference on that straight, you you look at Merck and Ferrari or McLaren generally with Ricardo and Norris last year, when they was overtaking each other or trying to, they struggled. They struggled. Did Max struggle? No. And I, I'm going to warn you now that the second part of this is just going to be a 40-minute rant from me. It's not going to be Horner's Corner. It's going to be Horner's Cave. <laughs> Max's Mound. <laughs> Verstappen's Veranda. I didn't even really watch the second half of the race. After after that happened, I went on Facebook. I put a comment and ended up getting an argument. With <laughs> yeah, oh my, whoa, whoa! What, a full on, a full on rage keyboard on social keyboard media warrior. warrior. Oh, this I, keyboard warrior. Oh. Get in. Yeah, no, I, I, no, nothing to do with Mercedes or anything else like that. I asked a very very legitimate question, which Mark lightly touched on there and some fucking be all down to the core Max Verstappen hardcore fan didn't like it really wow oh. I can't wait to hear about this I cannot wait to hear about this like Max's pedal must go further down than Perez's there must be a there must be a brick under Perez's I mean they've just a little bit further back so his foot can't get all the way down. How how you can even as a full on well, I, I I'm I'm gonna leave it there because I really want to find out what, what this social media war was. Let's move on before yeah. we just end up no. nose diving. Sprint shootout finished. Max Verstappen first. Piastri second, Thanks third, Leclerc fourth, Norris fifth, Gather sixth, Hamilton seventh, Perez eighth. Ocon 9, Russell 10. Um, anything from the sprint quality? No. No, not really. My end. No. no? Yeah, I mean, we've got a few minutes in this half, so before we get to sprint race, which, let's be honest, they just followed the safety car for quite a bit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They did, didn't they? Like, you want a sprint race? Yep. It was follow the leader. Like, fucking, like... I, I, right, I'm going to... Let's gonna, delay I, it. I'm, I'm going to... No, I'm going to say this now. Let's they delay are, it. Let's play it. No. Go on. They are the best drivers in the world, and I get that there's a lot of spray. But when you see old footage of people like Coulthard, Schumacher, Hakkinen, they can't see. Yeah, in this day and age... We're not allowed out in the rain. No getting back. Oh, they're not allowed to race in the rain. There's too much spray. Like, fuck. They were, Come they on. were scared to death, Mark. They were scared to death. And I got so I got so fed up. But I can understand why they were doing what they were doing. But it, it was ridiculous. It was I, ridiculous. I guess it's it, it? It, is, it is health and safety. I mean, I get it. Two people have died at Spa over the last three or four years. Like, the dangerous track. But as we all know, we've all been karting. 
listeners, you've probably been counting or tracked is the one line that's on the bit of paper that you sign your life away on. Motorsport can be dangerous. Yeah, it's true. It's true, but yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I, I just think most of the safety stewards now it's just Peter K constantly, you know, get in, it's spitting. It's spitting, get in. I thought you were doing the yeah, the Peter K Keith Lad fire officer. He's drawing a dog. He's drawing a dog. Why can't we get guards like mud guards? Why can't yeah. we get like Well they had George Trialham, didn't they? I was gonna say that they, they either trialed them recently or they're about to. Yeah. Why can't we do something to the track. Why can't we get more of the tractors that blow air onto the track to, to disperse the wet? Why can't we do that? Because I mean, the downpour that you had at Belgium, you could put 100 tractors on and we yeah. won't get in racing anytime soon. Like, just, you've got wet weather tyres. You've got downforce, ground effect. You Like, just go slower. Like, again, you're the best of the best. And I, I it frustrates. I think after about two laps behind the safety car, Max was like, "I'm pretty certain it's safe to go." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, look at again. Got to praise the kid. Brazil a few years ago in changeable conditions, it was wet. He was finding lands that no one would use. Mm. He was going around the outside of people. It was it was in a class of one. We seem to be taking that element away. Because health and safety, like you said, has gone mad. But then is the is it a case of Mark just not on my watch? Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah, just fucking not today. If if we was in that position, we'd probably be the same, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want a death on your hands. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, right, let's take a break. Chill out, let James go to his zen place before he absolutely unleashes. And we talk about a Twitter feud between the podcast and some random Max Verstappen fan. There is no zen place. Well, not with Tony when he turns up eight minutes late. I'm not moving. I'm not going to move. I'll I'll believe that when I see it. We get on, we'll press record, and then everyone knows just how long it takes him to get on. Exactly, yeah. So you best you, business, pal. You have the power, you could delay that. Yeah, but then we're eating into our time. I've not got the power, Zoom's got the power. We just follow. Yeah. So be on time, don't be eating your tea. See you on the other side. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action.
Welcome back to part two. Joining me as always, Jim Stinforth. Punctual as ever. Missing again, Mr. Tony Rawson. <laughs> and here he is. His mic's off. His picture's off. Oh, he's back. Five minutes, Tony. Joining us eventually, <laughs> Mr. Tony Rawson. How are we doing? Fantastic. <laughs> Again, we finished the second half. See you all next week. Take care. God bless. <laughs> are you all right, Tony? Have we, bullied, have we bullied you a bit too much on this episode? Mm, it's your episode, so I know what's coming. I'm so, expecting yeah. it. So, so, yeah. So... As we said, uh, just before we get going, thank you to CookieCast and Andy, as always. Um, like, share, subscribe. Check us out. Check the other podcasts out. Honestly, they're all worth it. You know, we've got wrestling. We've got beer. We've got football. NFL will come back in a few months. We've got the darkest timeline. And then you've got us free. So, you know, take pick. Take pick. What do you fancy? I know what I'd fancy. What's that? What's that, Tony? I know what I'd fancy. What do you fancy? Are you drinking piss? Or is it just the ball? If that is piss, then I'd be very worried. <laughs> if, your piss, if your piss looks like what I've been drinking, please contact your nearest GP. <laughs> and that's coming from a health professional as well, guys, all right? And Tony is a medical professional. Like I mean, I didn't think this this straight to the Apex F1 podcast would take this turn, but if it has, if your piss again, if your piss looks like this, <laughs> please contact your GP. You Holy wanna, crap! Do you just want to get the podcast? Right, folks, one we will be giving medical advice on every episode now, lads. Yeah. Remember, squeeze them once a month. So the prostate. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No. We're not going on to any back doors in this episode. Just especially seeing as though me and Mark are the closest to our our, our very first MOT sessions. Exactly. Yeah. We're getting there. I feel like a need. All right. All right. All right. When that happens, we'll be going on to Andy's the darkest timeline and we'll just be talking about our experience there. Yeah. Well. When he made the noise with a glove and went, snapped it, and he had fingers like sausages. And it was when after he left, the doctor came in. <laughs> if your piss looks like this, contact your medical professional. All I know is I ain't going for no prosthetics exams at um, Old Royal because that's where Tony works. He is not walking. I don't do prosthetics. I don't hey. do prosthetics, all right? If I'm on the table, as, as like a mate, mate's race. I could do a Mr. Bean. I could just walk in oh, and be like, I, I, I can sing and stuff like that. And and you, you can give me my um my midlife medical routine inspection thing. And um, I'm sorry, James, to say this, but I would sharply decline doing that for you. Well, you're not for me. I thank you. <laughs> 
Can we move on? This is this is turning. It's going somewhere I don't yeah. want it. No, in, no. Li- lit- literally. literally. Yeah, literally, literally. We are going somewhere we don't want to go. So on that note, the uh, the sprint race <laughs> again. We were delayed by thirty minutes due to heavy rain. We waited for it to pass, and they announced it'd be a safety car start. So that meant wet weather tires. No one could go on anything else. We had a formation lap, followed by another formation lap, then another. And at this point, it's when Martin and Crofty were like, hang on, are these extra formation laps? Are the extra laps for the race? Nothing's been announced, but they're only fueled for a certain amount of laps. What's going on? And then we followed the safety car for 11 laps. And then they said, oh, safety car's coming in. You can you can now f- finish. Which, did it leave 12 laps or something stupid left? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. What? What? That's not a race. Is that a race? 12 it a, laps? It was a sprint sprint. Yeah. But because of the condition, I mean, they went that long without the safety car. That on the lap that the safety car come in, Piastri, Sands, Gasly, Hamilton, Perez, Ricardo, Albon, Stroll, Bottas, Hulkenberg, all followed the safety car in the pits to change to Winters. Yeah, it was. It was, that was probably one of the most exciting points of the whole weekend. Um, it was interesting, very interesting. Did did I seem to remember George moaning on the radio being about not being allowed to pit? The first lap, or did he choose to go on another lap? I can't. Maybe I'm getting it confused with another race where he moaned. Maybe. Um, was was Max? I know Max was kicking off. Is it what's his? What's he doing? Is he doing the same as me? Um, is he doing the same as me? That that was all weekend though, wasn't it? I mean, when yeah. when they say to him, you know, let's 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 go easy on our our, our tires, you know, let's keep our heads clean. And he was like, was that both of us? Mm. Yeah, very snippy, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. So yeah, so we had that. The rest pitted a lap after Alonso spun mm. causing the safety car, and then after the safety car, Max just. Raised past Piastri, who would obviously pitted the first lap. Um, I mean, Max was six seconds clear of Piastri in what 12 laps, and he admitted himself he slowed down. Um, I think the big talking point that I really want to talk about, unless you guys have got something else as well, is the Perez Hamilton incident. Yeah. Mm. There, cash. What do you think? I think it was harsh. I think it was harsh. However, he's caused damage to another guy's vehicle, so he's got to be penalised. I think for that. I, I think it was I played think... on a ball. Sorry, oh. go on. The the after race interview by Perez was oh Lewis damaged my car. He was already going slow because he'd cooked his tires. He was already dropping like a fucking stone. 
And I think you've absolutely nailed that. They played on it. And the, I know it had a big hole in it, and that's why they retired the car. But he was already struggling. And the fact that him and Lewis collided just gave him a fucking get-out clause. Mm. I mean, if they would have retired him as soon as it had happened, fair play. But they didn't. Yeah. 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 Good point. It was only once he was out of points. Yep. Then it's like, you best come in, Perez. And to me, sorry, Red Bull, you've realised he's not getting any points. He's not going to improve. Let's call him in and let go fuck up that guy. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Do you, do you think it was harsh, James? Tony's obviously said he feels it was harsh, but you can see why he's penalised. What was your thought? It, it was a ballsy move. I, I won't take that away. Um. I think it was harsh um, because it wasn't it wasn't just the penalty that he got there. You know, he was given two points in his licence later on. Was he? Was he really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so after that, he got called in by the stewards and they gave, they put two points on his licence and he turned around and quoted Ayrton Senna and went, the moment I stop overtaking cars, at any opportunity is the moment I stop being a racing driver. Now, that's not the quote directly because I can't remember the quote off the top of my head, but it's along that line, that, that gist. But yeah, he, he got he got royally screwed over there. Because but he's only... That, Go on, Tony. That, this, this, this is a li- another little page in the Red Bull Mercedes saga over the past many, many years. They couldn't beat them on the track, so they beat them in mind games and little things like Perez holding Hamilton up at Abu Dhabi and all little comments that Horner's doing and all the little bits and bobs. I think what happened, what the way Perez and the Red Bull team went about it, is the same as what they've always been doing. They will fight for an inch or a at any cost, win at any cost, throw as much shade as you can, Mercedes, as much as you can. Yeah, 100%. And, it, and it, this is another example, another yeah. example in, in in it all. It's almost like Perez was told how to act and what to say because any other drive, yeah. every commentator, like I always respect um, Anthony Davidson. I like when he's on the iPad mm. and, you know, the Skypad, He's, I think he's fair. Yes, he used to be an ex-Mercedes test driver, but he's very, considering he was an average racer, he's very informed. He's, he looks at everything. He can notice subtle differences in, like, the fastest lap. Straight away, he said, there was gap was there. Lewis moved into it. It, it was a damp track. Lewis kind of lost the car a little bit and was sliding. But that is down to Perez looking in his mirror and thinking, I'm just going to give him a bit more room. But because it was Lewis up the inside, Perez was like, I'll, I'll let him crash into me. You know what I mean? Was, like, first, thing I said, first thing I said was, Perez didn't give him enough room. He's got to give him a car's width. And to me, he didn't. At the same, at the, at the same instance... Perez has been extremely aggressive driving this. And now, don't get me wrong, Perez is an aggressive driver anyway, but 
he's gone a little bit further this weekend with his, his swerving. If if I mean, I'd have to watch it again, but there, there, there was a little moment where it did kind of look like, did you just drive a little bit closer to Hamilton than you needed to? Yeah. Like that. But the, go on. Go on. Just, I think the Perez, there's so much going on in the background with Perez. And we've yeah, touched on it in many a form. His ass. Yeah, yeah. Is this what's going on with his car? Is he being told what to do? Is he being told, right, this is what you're going to do? He's not happy with it. Is Then he's ill. Then he's low on confidence. Then he's, does he want to be there? He's just got new contracts. You've got to follow the fucking Red Bull rules. His head must be a bit of a shed, to be honest. It's all excuses, though. It's all excuses. Like, he'd... He'd cooked his tyres. He'd cooked his rear tyres. He was dropping. People were getting in left, right and centre. And he got to Lewis and it was almost like, shit, I'm going down. Lewis has made a pretty ballsy move in the wet, but he's sent it up there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hit him. Because I think, he, first and foremost, I think Perez was just thinking, I'll take us both off. And because it was wheel to side pod, Obviously, Perez come off worse. But even if he didn't, I just think that in the wet, let, let's just all follow then. Let's just follow the safety car for 20 odd laps. Because if you aren't allowed to do a move like that, then what's the point? Yeah, but you're a Red Bull, you're a Red Bull driver, Sergio Perez. You your head's a shed, you've been told one thing, told to do another, you have to be you you're in a Red Bull cat. You can't surely. You can't let. Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton, Passia, like that. Like his head must be thinking something. Many things are going on in his head, not just about the racing. That's why I question. Yeah. There's more to him and more going on behind the scenes in his life than, oh, he's got children, so he's a busy guy. And so, so he's a very, yeah, he's a, yeah, exactly he's that. A, yeah, Magnussen's got a new ball. Like, come on. Like, it's a, it's a, and yes, what I mean. And Horner's playing uh, mind games again, saying this, making this. I think he's a very confused driver. I think you said that, Mark. I think yeah. he's a very confused driver. Yeah, I'd like to say I, I know we're Lewis fans on here, but it was a bullshit call. Everyone said it. Like the the, especially in a, a what was a eleven or twelve lap race at the end. To give him a five-second penalty, I mean, he dropped from fourth to seven. Like Lewis said, it's only a couple of points. I don't really care on a Saturday. But it was just poor. Like, like I say, racing's racing. You, you've then... I mean, Lewis was weaving in the actual race on the straight. He got told off for that. Um, yeah, there was, there was other instances that... Who else was fucking weaving in that race? Right, right from the start. I know. But let, let's look at the other thing as well. Perez, how aggressive he come over to Lewis in the race. Like, skipping ahead a little bit. But that was aggressive. He just absolutely nailed it to the right, didn't he, to block Lewis? Yeah. Well, that, that's too aggressive. You can't do that then, Sergio. Because if you would have hit Lewis or... Uh, Leclerc or whatever, then 
you, but you just mm. said, oh, it was a racing incident. No, you can't just veer off to the right and block someone in case someone's there. The, the way he weaved on that opening, so and, and I know we're jumping ahead, that yeah. opening sector, it wasn't even the opening lap, it was the opening sector, straight from lights out, the way he weaved all over that track, even the commentators said, everything that happened after that point was because of that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, right, let's tie a ball on this one then, and then we can get into the nitty-gritty. So, sprint race, Max won. Piastri second, Gasly third, Sainz fourth, Leclerc fifth, Norris sixth, Hamilton down in seventh because of the penalty, Russell eighth, Ocon ninth, Ricardo tenth. Um, anything from that sprint? Like I say, it was just a procession, really. But yeah, cheers for wasting my time. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> right, the main race. So Max had a five-place grid penalty for changing gearbox. Um. Yeah, let's talk about the start. So, like you say, Perez absolutely nailed it across the track. He then caused every the chain reaction was his action. Piastri, I mean, Sainz left Piastri a massive gap. Piastri went for it. Sainz closed the door. Yeah. Yeah. Piastri hit the wall. He actually hit the wall first. Yeah. And into Sainz. Yeah, then science is coming out saying, oh, he's a rookie. Oh, he made that mistake. He's damaged my car. But all that, like you say, you've just said it, the whole track positioning was all down to Perez being that aggressive at the start. Mm, yeah. And then I... Later on, when, when Lewis got noted for weaving, like, oh, we're going to look into this, and oh, it's not right, and all that kind of stuff. It's like... I'm going to look at the other fucking pleb who did it earlier on then and caused quite a lot of fucking accidents, but what what do I know, you know? He must be fine because he's a Red Bull driver. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the start. I'm sorry. That's the beauty of an F1 start. The first corner, there's always going to be a bit of mayhem, and it could be anybody. It could be anybody. And well, unfortunately, you... that scenario happened. Yeah, but to, to to me, there's racing incidents, and then there's that, and and that to me, that's not that's not a racing incident in the, the first part of the first lap. You know, so a racing incident to me is because all the cars are so huddled up together, there isn't that kind of room. But if they are all compacted the way they were, because some prick at the start starts zigzagging all over the place or slowing down and all this kind of stuff, that. That to me is causing a collision. Yeah, you've you've caused a, it's it's a concertina effect behind. You've caused people to, to position themselves where they've positioned themselves because you've literally set off and veered like 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 fucking bully. He just literally veered off. He could have took three or four out by his actions. It was too aggressive. It was too aggressive. Well. Well, well, well. But yeah, um, Magnussen was dropped from 13th to 16th at the start for impeding the Claire. Hulkenberg started in the pit lane for engine and gearbox changes. Um, yeah, Piastri Sands crashed 10 1. There was a bit of a mid race shower, not enough to come off the slick, sir. So I was really yeah. excited when it started raining. I was, oh, it's going to mix it up a little bit here. It just didn't. We'd had enough rain, obviously. All I week. thought, 
I thought it was very clever of some teams going to soft. Yeah. Because of the tire, the track temperature would reduce slightly with the rain, but still keep dry. So they went on to softs to try and squeeze out a few more laps than what they could on the softs. I was like, wow, that's clever. Well, McLaren stuffed it with Norris, didn't they? Because he was going back mm-hmm. quicker than anybody. And then when mm-hmm. it got wet, obviously he was able to come forward a bit. But I don't know where McLaren's pace has gone. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. The very the downforce. They were blaming it on the downforce, wasn't they? Saying yeah. it's got too much. So it was perfect wet, but on, on race day because it was dry, they just yeah, know, just didn't. The, the setup for a, a wet race, didn't they? And like you say, we didn't really have it. Um mm. so yeah, I mean Max. Really, Max kind of got Leclerc on lap nine, then on lap seventeen got Perez. Um, he just rolled past him. Oh, I wish he didn't get Perez. No, I, I'm going to literally wish through this, and then we've got loads of time to talk and yeah. just to rant. Um, Max finished 20 seconds ahead of Perez, 20 seconds, yet he started sixth. I mean, he was already up to like P3 within a lap and a half. It, mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. Um. So, yeah, the finish order, Max, Perez, Leclerc, Hamilton, Alonso, Russell, Norris, Ocon, Stroll, Sonoda, um, James, go. So he's a dick. That is all. No. Now, I'm, I'm going to start by being really honest here. I do like Max. I do. He is a fantastic driver. He genuinely is. And this is why we're for the guy now, and I'll I'll get to that bit later on. We've started on some kind of a high. Yep. So, when he first started, the first thing I ever said to Charlie and the dad was, you need to keep an eye on him. He is going to be the one to watch. When Lewis retires or whatever, he is going to be the one. All I said after that was he just needs to cool it down a little bit and just play it safe. And he didn't. He got worse. And then he got extremely arrogant with it. And that that's the only reason that I always say I don't like Max because he, he is everything I've said, but he is an absolute dick with it. His weekend in general with, you know, the, the comments on the radio, you know, sulking in P10 and then actually going, oh, you know, really good race. Huh? You know, fantastic gap that. And his, you know, GP going, yeah, I'm slowly getting used to it. But even his comments on the race day, fans of F1 all went onto Twitter and kicked off after Max made that comment about, oh, maybe I could come in and you guys could do like a training pit stop. He's that arrogant now because of his own speed. He's effectively saying... I could push harder and get that far ahead of everybody else. I could get another free pit stop. But my, my, my issue is, and this is why I get scared for Max, is how the hell, like you said, Mark, you've both got the same car, you've both got the same fucking tyres on, and Max's tyres are one lap older than Perez's, and yet somehow 
He gets past him, and within half a lap, is 1.2 seconds ahead of him. By halfway through the second lap, he has doubled that to 3.4. He's got almost a four-second gap between him and Perez in the same car, in the same tyres, and his tyres aren't even warmed up yet. And what annoys me is he gets that gap. He keeps building on it, but not a single Verstappen fan is sat there asking the question of, how is he? How, how does he do it? Because it can't just be, well, he just is that good. No driver is that good that they can make a six-second gap in two and a half laps over somebody in the same car as them. Granted, Perez isn't in the same tier as Max in any way, shape or form, but he's not that fucking far behind. If Christ, if he was that much worse than Max, Horner would have dropped him. Horner would have dropped him quicker than the Spice Girls dropped Jerry. I like that. Nice. But yeah, and it, and it just annoys me because all I worry about now is, I, I know we don't know if it's true or not. So if it isn't, I apologise. But we are all starting now and we're all making the jokes, but we all kind of think it probably is legit that people are messing with the settings. You know, we know the car's built for Max. That's why other drivers struggle with him. But what are they doing to Max's car to make it that fucking fast in comparison to Perez or anybody else's? And if that is the case, should Max leave Red Bull and go to another car and all of a sudden he can't perform as well as he has done, he's just going to lose everything. And that's that's all I worry about now with Max. That well, he's got... Sorry, go on. Sorry to interrupt, but I think... I don't, to answer your question, I think if he moves team, I don't think he'll be as good because this car is his car, his team. His car is special to him. He must have levels on there that he rarely goes to and it is quick, makes it even quicker than it is and he's just playing with it. He's just playing with it. Now, I think... The way he is and the season he's having, I think he's doing a, not a Rosberg, but this is it. I think this is the season where he is going to absolutely smash it. He might he might lose, at this point, he might lose one more race, which is very scary to say. But you can't argue, and I hate to say this, you can't argue the stats at the end of the season when he's won all but two races let's say you can't argue that for however arrogant he is for whoever he drives for you can't argue that and in time in time he's a champion he broke them records in the 2023 20, season he will go down as a great unfortunately there is no argument with me and there's yeah. no, and there's nothing you can say about that. You can, there's nothing you can say about his attitude. There's nothing you can say about the car. He, that season, he was one of the greatest seasons ever in an F1 car. And, um, and it doesn't matter, doesn't matter what he talks about, what he says, what he does. He, and that's the feeling I'm getting. That's the feeling I'm getting. It doesn't matter. I'm the quickest. This is my season. 
I'll I'll win it. And you can't say nothing to me. Totally get that, Tony. Totally get that. I agree with James. If you put Max in a Ferrari, he would probably dent his legacy because he wouldn't be this far in front. It, it's he would he would still. He's always still cream it, but he wouldn't have the kind of leads and speeds that he has in in that car, no. and that that's only because of what we always say about Red Bull. There is a lot of stuff that they probably do in the back that they don't like. I mean, come on, fucking five second pedal of his fifth bloody power um, power unit. They don't care. No. Red, Red Bull is in there just thinking, right, well, you know what? The damage is done now. They they could afford to give him a brand new fucking... Was it was it the power unit or gearbox? I can't remember. Yeah, gearbox. gearbox. Yeah, yeah, gearbox. Fifth, fifth gearbox already this season. The way Red Bull see it, mate, let's give him a brand new gearbox every other way, race. He'll get a five he'll get a five grid penalty and he'll still come out P1. I I am totally in your on your side, James. Like, look at the great drivers, Schumacher, Senna. Put them in the car, like Rubens Barrichello against Schumacher. Schumacher probably had, because of his talent, a second a lap in his pocket because exactly the same level playing field, but his ta- Michael Schumacher was a generational talent. He had a second over Rubens Barrichello. Senna, him and Prost were very, very similar. However, he probably had eight tenths in his pocket of Senna on his day his talent was so much of a gap, it, it, no one could deal with him. Max Verstappen has got that type of talent. Max Verstappen has probably got over Perez. He's probably got, a second, he's, he's probably got second, a second a lap because that's the difference in Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen. If you give them a Ford Focus, exactly the same, Max would be a second a lap quicker because he's a better driver. He knows where to place the car. He knows everything. But like you've just said, to pull out 1.6, then to go to three, he's not nearly two seconds a lot better than Sergio Perez, because if he was, Sergio Perez would not be an F1 driver. No. Mm. But then... uh, And this is is the only way for Max, because it's going to turn him. Yeah, I honestly think that car is not the same, and it can't be. It cannot be. A helmet Marco come out and said, oh, there's only two drivers on the grid that could challenge Max, but they still won't be near him. That's Alonso and Hamilton. I disagree. I think Hamilton and Alonso, given the same car, would be up there with Max. Lewis proved it when he had the championship battle against him that first year. Me, me and Charlie had a very similar conversation over the weekend, which, uh, and it was if you had Stappen, Alonso and Hamilton all in the same car, Charlie always says this, and she said it for years, but she, she, she and she still says it. Alonso would pip him. Really? Mm. I I think it'd be tight. I would. I would. Say, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think she's right. I think Max is getting there. I think Max is probably at a level of Lewis and maybe a bit above Lewis now. Mm-hmm. Not saying that Lewis has lost anything, but Max is younger. He's, he's probably a smarter racer because of like Lewis is great in the wet, but Max at Brazil, like we touch on again, the lines he was taking, everything he was doing, 
Max has been brought up by his dad to be aggressive, calculated. He's, he, he is absolute. I think Max could go on to be the greatest driver of all time. I'm going to say it. He's got that talent. But the minute, I totally agree. Alonso would be first, followed by Max, followed by Lewis. This this was the conversation I had on on, on Facebook. I'll, I'll I'll quickly go on to it. So obviously Max overtakes. I straight away go on Facebook. F1. It's the F1 official group comes up. Oh fucking Max, brilliant! Blah 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 blah. So then I, all I said was, can I just ask the question? And I asked the exact same thing I said there. Same driver, same tires. One point two seconds faster. Blah 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 blah. A lot of people went cheating, cheating, cheating. Then this one guy just went, why can't you guys just see it? Max is just the goat, blah, 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 blah. So I quickly clicked on his profile. His cover picture is just Verstappen in the car. His, pro, his, pro, his cover photo is Verstappen and every single post of Verstappen, Verstappen. Nothing else to talk about. And I thought, okay, that's fine. And all I genuinely said to the guy was, it's a little early to be calling him the goat. Yeah. And the reason I was thinking that was you can call him the goat, he's got two championships. You've got Alonso on the track right next to him who's got two championships. You've got Hamilton on that track who's got seven championships. Yeah. You've got Michael Schumacher who's on six. You you had Ayrton Senna. Now, if Ayrton Senna had had his accident, he'd probably... Oh God, you don't know where Ayrton no. Senna would be. No. He'd be in bloody realms. He'd be in the quantum realm or something stupid like that. Yeah. But because I said he's, you know, you can't call him that just yet, that was it. All of a sudden, racial abuse. I was like... What? He went, says you, bitch, plonker, blah, blah, blah. So I went, oh, what's the matter with you? Have I hurt your feelings? Did I say something nasty about Max? All of a sudden, all of his comments deleted. He blocked me. I was like, what? Wow. Wow. It's too early to come on the go. It is. Settle down, boomer. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, Right. So, driver standings. Max 314, Perez 189, Alonso 149. Hamilton 148, Leclerc 99. Um, James, do you want to quickly, quickly whiz through predictions? All right. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, you had 31. You went Max, Norris, Russell. You got Max because we're always playing it safe. So, 34 points. Uh, I had 31. I went Max, Perez, Norris. Uh, so, I got five points with Max and Perez, putting me on 36. And Tony, you had 34 points. Also, you had Max and Perez. Neither of us copying off each other. We just both quite clearly know more than Mark does at the moment. Yep. And so you've got five points. Keep, keep you it. 39. I'm still waiting for my novel, so, you know, I'm keeping you sweet. This <laughs> <laughs> ass. Uh, ladies. Uh, Kate was on seven uh, in a rebellious phase. We've gone Hamilton, Ricardo, and Norris, so he's still on seven. Uh, Charlie went 12. Also, like Katie, being quite rebellious, went Perez, Morris, and Piastri, and is still on 12. Beth, who is being sensible like the rest of us, um, had 24 points, went Max, Norris, and Hamilton, gaining three points, giving her 27 points. Nice. So now we're. Summertime breaks, so don't worry, Tony. You have got literally the longest time ever to come up with your predictions. Like you don't have to rush, you don't have to think about it. Well, you, you'll still you will still get to the podcast and you'll won't know what who you're picking. Um 
So the next race now is 27th of August. It's the Zandvoort Dutch Grand Prix. 2 p.m. start, 72 lap races. It's Max's home race, so we'll have the Dutch army there, um, all singing and dancing in their orange T-shirts. No doubt by that point, Tony will have bought an orange T-shirt saying Dutch army on the back. Maybe. We are going to do a podcast in the summer break, I believe. James has got a quiz lined up with the guru herself. Is she setting the questions, or is she going to come on and try and beat us? The she was given notice today about um, the quiz that I am going to be, be requesting. Um, my plan is that Charlie will be hosting said quiz. Nice. Wow. It will be the three of us. Well, as long as you're not cheating and have the answers, which I'm sure it, you won't, you're not called Tony. Yeah. I don't know. I might, you know, if I can just give her the good loving, I might, I might get some of the answers. No, they're good loving. Well, I mean, that's special loving. Podcast <laughs> after dark there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's been eventful first half of the season. Obviously, we'll probably do a bit of a review in the in the summer break. Um, but I mean, don't worry, folks. We're all busy next week because we're going to Wembley. Going to Wembley. We won't talk Absolutely. about it unless we win the Challenge Cup and then for every episode for the rest of the season we will talk about it. Um, right. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks both for joining me, especially James who was on time both halves. Um, Tony, sorry. I mean... Sorry, I mean, it seems like we've bullied you, but you we, do bring we, it on yourself. We, we rip into Max, but once upon a time there was a Mercedes... That was thirty seconds ahead of many people, many many cars. I don't think they've ever been that far ahead. No, they've never dominated like Red Bull have now. Never. And when they have, it was both of them as well. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Not just one. Maybe so, we could touch on this in the summer break. Let's do it. And on that note, we'll have to tune in. Yeah. Hopefully we won't see uh, Tony's tight package anytime soon. He loves the tight package. But on that note, enjoy your summer break, everybody. We'll be back. Listen to us. Like, share, subscribe on CookieCast. Straight to the Apex podcast with us free. I mean, come on. This was a good episode. I did enjoy that. I feel like I've taken my shoulders. And we've also, we've made it because we're starting a Twitter war with people. I like it. We're getting the out X there. War. Exactly. The Get in. Keyboard this Back in his country, something like that. And he's going, there was this British plonker. And I was like, mate. That's, I mean, that's racist. On that note, see you later, guys. See, see you soon. soon. Bye. There you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Big thank you to the guys for bringing you everything you need in a Formula One podcast. Literally is everything you could possibly want from a Formula One podcast. If you enjoyed it, let them know. Let these guys know. Say yes, I liked it. So I'm clicking that like button. I liked it that much. Shared it with my friends and family. And you know something? I want other people to know how much I enjoyed it. So I left a review that said five star best Formula 1 podcast ever. 
You can also check out the website. It's thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us, the Formula One guys, anybody on the podcast. You can get in touch, say, hey, love what you do. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this awesome cookie cast.